Salsa Pass is Calling, the official podcast by Granda. Learn from the world's best chefs and boost your own career. Your host today is Valentin, CEO and co-founder of Granda. Today I'm with Martin Lippo, an Argentinian porn chef who is running the Vacuum in Barcelona. The Vacuum is a laboratory and educational center for experimental cuisine. But he initially started completely different. He studied psychology, anthropology and marketing and finally ended up in cooking. With friends, he founded the Del Fuego Traveling Chefs, which was kind of a rock band traveling through the whole world. At one point, he moved to Barcelona and started to teach people cooking in his vacuum. Besides all of that, he's also a successful conduct creator. Today, we're going to mainly talk about the vacuum and how he made this wonderland for chefs also a profitable business. But first of all, Martin, I'm super curious. What were the Del Fuego traveling chefs? <laughs> Whoa, this maybe is going to take all the time. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for um, to invite me to talk uh, on this uh, podcast. Um, and about Del Fuego, what was Del Fuego? Del Fuego, it was um, a group of chefs. Uh, we start the idea in '95, uh, so uh, many years now. Uh, we've been 10 years, um, we are going to say, cooking and riding the world. In some way, the idea it was, is at that time, it had no name. Nowadays, it's called, uh, we were doing pop ups, is what nowadays we call uh, to do a pop up. Uh, or cooking, or four hands cooking, or six hands cooking, and so on. At that time, we were five, so ten hands, plus the chef or the chefs of the places we were uh, cooking. The idea was just to, because we like a lot to travel, the idea it was uh, how we can do to travel and to cook at the same time, being free in some way, to do our own cooking. So the idea was that we are going to do pop-ups, we are going to stay in a restaurant or in a hotel, maybe for um, one night, maybe for one uh, weekend, maybe for one week, uh, presenting our uh, our menus. And these menus combined with the ideas also of the local chefs, the, 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 the resident chef. And after that, we just uh, change the place, change the city or change the country. And we were doing that for 10 years. Uh, and it was a super experience. We learned a lot, of course. Uh, we saw, we've been in many, many, I cannot say how many kitchens, so in all of them, we were learning about products, about techniques, about tools, uh, about dishes, about uh, ways to work. So uh, it was a super experience, plus traveling, plus the languages, plus uh, the experiences we were living out of the kitchen altogether. I, I jump to what you do right now. I think it's super interesting 
I mean, um, we personally don't know each other so, in so long, but you um, are working with Kronda, you are creator since the first day, um, creating um, amazing things, you know, and it's not just amazing, it's it's really special. I think it stands out from others. And I think that has a lot to do with what you're doing, the vacuum, um, you're doing a lot of experimentations there, you're teaching people, but maybe you can tell us um, a little bit about what are you yeah what is the the vacuum what are you doing there what is the goal okay so vacuum uh vacuum is uh, my kitchen so at the very end is that it's my kitchen it's uh my place for working you know i've been most of my career working as a freelance so as a freelance what i need is a kitchen and this is vacuum And there I can do all the projects and all the experiments that I want. Um, so this is, 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 I call it my lab, okay? And it's, but it's my kitchen, it's the place where I do all my works. Uh, it's the place where I continue learning. Uh, and it's the place where I develop all my ideas in terms of... Uh, cooking but also in terms of business so as the vacuum is not a restaurant and you can't really invite guests how else do you monetize it so how do you make money with it the first thing people think is uh, okay in which restaurant where's your restaurant and i say no i don't have a restaurant ah okay so in which hotel no i don't work in a hotel <laughs> uh, so you do catering no i don't do catering I, people they are get completely lost um, first of all, chefs, we can work in many, many ways. And it's what I was discovering during all my 30 years of career. Because I've been always working as a freelance and in different countries and changing uh, situations. So I had to uh, look for solutions on how to adapt me to the possibility to get money into this uh, field, which is the, the culinary world. Why? Because it was the only thing that I knew how to do. So look for solutions. So at the end, I've been doing different things and I try to put all this into my lab. What we do in the lab is um, we do a lot of consulting Okay, so somebody who has a restaurant or a hotel and he wants to change the menu, but also to uh, start with a new culinary system, like, for example, Subit cooking, they contract us to do this. Um, we also do um, classes. Okay, so the classes we do in the lab are in different topics one it could be vacuum or sous vide um, also um, foams carbonation uh, techniques with siphon um, also we do uh, liquid nitrogen of course uh, textures and uh, use of texturizers and also many others but always just for professionals so our um, the way to talk is just 
with professionals. I don't, I don't like to to do uh, cupcakes for um, uh, um, you know for someone who cook at home. What I want is someone professional who comes to us and in our dialogue, it must be in two senses. So me, I'm going to teach you some things, but also I'm going to learn if probably something uh, from you also, if, if, if we start to talk and so on. And this is uh, what I want. Also, we do uh, recipe books for different brands like uh, Sosa or for Boiron or 100% Chef or for My Chef or um, Nemox, which is a brand who do ice creams, uh, ice cream machines. But we also do um, uh, online classes, okay? Um, we also, we are also creators, um, content creators, for example, for Gronda, but also for YouTube, and we do also... Um, content for companies like Baron, like Sosa, like uh, RobotCube or, or MyChef. So there are many ways we can develop our business mm. in, uh, in the lab. Also, we do uh, R&D, we develop um, products and tools for the industry. So sometimes um, we develop products now for example we are uh, doing products for a company in hong kong another one in saudi arabia and another one in new york um they ask us to create products they want to sell okay they give us some uh, ideas we also give them our ideas until we reach a point where we can create something for them and after they start to, to produce it and to sell it. But also this happens with tools. So we've been creating tools for different companies like Pujadas here in, in Catalonia, uh, where they sell uh, pots, pans and so on, and saucepans and etc. And we create things for them, but also for 100% chef, but also for Sosa. So there are many ways we can develop and we can get money. Okay. So this is also for me, we are going to say the future for many chefs. Okay. People who, as well as me, maybe they don't like to be in a kitchen um, during the weekends or at night or because they are getting old, they don't want the rhythm, the hard rhythm of a kitchen, or maybe they, because they just need more money, okay, because they have to grow a family with them, uh, or just because, like it happens to me in the very beginning, that I found that to be in a restaurant, which is very important, obviously, for 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 to, 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 to build yourself as, as, a, as a cook or as a chef, of course, you need to, to 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 spend and to learn how how is the industry. But also for me, being in a restaurant all the day is boring, you know. So it's boring because I'm doing the same dish one time and another time and another time, the same dish or the same dishes. Uh, so at the end of the day and tomorrow and the day after, 
you say, mm. well, uh, where is the creativity I can put on? Because at the end, it's, 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 it's a work and you are more uh, like, a, like, like a worker, okay? A simple worker more than someone who can create something, even if mm. you are the chef. That is really, really awesome, Martin. I mean, that's at the end of the day, the dream of every chef to have a kitchen, to experiment, to test new things, to invent new recipes. And you show with that that you can actually make money besides working in a restaurant um, in a different way. And that really leads me to my follow-up question. And it's about making money as a chef in the future. We see right now a lot of creators on Gronda, but also outside, who are collaborating with brands, who are developing chefs for brands, showcasing what they use, equipment and so on. How do you see the possibilities for chefs um, to monetize their knowledge, to monetize their skills in the future, besides obviously working in a restaurant? The first thing I can say that in the next years, um, or in the next decades, we are going to see a big uh, change in the industry because, of course, many machines are coming in. So the expertise of a chef is also not so necessary, you know. Me as a chef, if, if I'm running a kitchen, what I really want for the good thing of the business is I want a worker more than a real chef who wants to be creative. I don't want someone who's going to change my recipe because his mood today was to put a little bit more of this or that on the recipe. First of all, because the client want, the client comes to eat something he already knows. He doesn't want to change it. Also because I have to know how much my plates cost, you know, so I cannot change it all the time. So sometimes uh, many of these things are going to change also with machines. And it's not something new. We are seeing all the time this. Now we are cooking sous vide and this uh, make us to advance our mise en place and I need less people cooking or with less experience. Uh, so if you are an experienced chef, maybe you can run the kitchen, but many other people are going to be able to do the same as, as you if the kitchen is well organized. So I'm not going to need a super good chef to run a kitchen. Even nowadays, in the Michelin star restaurants, you see many people Uh, very young chefs without experience cooking and doing these uh, the ideas the ideas of these chefs with Michelin stars and they are able to do it so um, nowadays we put salt on the meat using a brine because everybody is going to to salt the food in the same way you know Years ago, if you was not uh, experienced, you you be you, you been not able to do it in the same way as a, as a chef. 
So, well, we are going to see many changes. Many machines are already nowadays in, a, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the kitchen, like all kind of robots and so on for the, like RoboCube and just to, uh, to cut vegetables. It's really simple, you know, this is a machine and they do it a lot faster than us. And also uh, they have many problems than us because they don't get sick. They, uh, they don't uh, complain and so on. You know? so <laughs> it's, normal, it's normal that we are, going, yeah. we are going to be replaced for all, all those things. When you work nowadays in front of an of a, of a oven, the ovens have alarms and temperature and many things to reach all the time the same final product. Before, years ago, it was the experience of the chefs who says if the plate was done or not. You know. So what everything... is the what, what is the role of a chef then? What is the the chef doing? What's the role? Well, I'm going to say that the head chef of the restaurant he had many things to do starting to uh, creating the menu if it's the case because in some restaurants the menu is already done so and the owner doesn't want to change it and it, it and the business doesn't need to change it but you have to control the production uh, the buying of the products that all is in order that the production goes uh, at the time and also that goes in good conditions and with the quality the, the, the owner of the company wants and so on. So things like that. Um, but there are different levels for all that and different kind of cooking and different restaurants. So we are going to try to, to do focus on, on the people who can in some way follow us in this conversation, which are mm. the, the, the uh, just a little percentage of chefs, a really small percentage of chefs, which are passionate for cooking and they want to grow and maybe they want one day to have their own restaurant or their own business, but uh, related to cooking and to be a chef. To add on that, we see actually today that the job of a chef is more and more changing. So the chef is not just the person who cooks or invents the recipes, but also is responsible for the equipment and all the tech behind it, the organization and stuff like that. And while I still believe that being a chef and having a person behind all those machines is important and will stay important, we still see a certain kind of automatic automation in the industry how do you see the role progressing from there what do you think is going to be the role of a chef in 20 30 50 years from now oh yes for sure uh, that's why i told you we are going just to focus on on, on the kind of uh, business and the kind of chefs that we are going to say that follow this conversation or gronda or because uh, most of the restaurants are going to be run like McDonald's, you know, and you don't really you don't really need to be a chef to prepare the the 
the burgers uh, at McDonald's, but you need a training for that. Well, okay, everybody can do it. Uh, it's the same is going to be in many of the of the restaurants uh, because at the end it's real. What I want is to have an experience, but this is not for every day or not every day and not all days. So it cannot be at midday I'm going to eat in a restaurant. It's going to be an experience and at night it's going to be another, another experience. This is just a few restaurants uh, in the world. Even if we are talking about a million, a million means uh, a few restaurants if we compare with the thousands of millions of restaurants that are in the world. So um, we are going to talk for these people and the idea is also them are going to work with machines. We are working with machines nowadays, but these machines each time are going to be uh, able to do better things. But someone needs to have the knowledge on how to work with these machines, how to take the best from the machines, how to give the order, and what we are going to create with this and the other and the other machines, and also with my hands, if I don't have the machine to do something specific. So all is going to be in terms of uh, knowledge. Uh, we need the experience, but we are going to need a lot of knowledge. So as an example, for me, the knowledge came from a lot of books. I got at least thousand of books, one thousand of books at least in different <laughs> languages. Yes, I, I got more books um, in my house than many uh, bookshops, you know, because it's 30 years uh, looking for information, looking for answers. So I need um, all that. And I got it because a culinary book is not like a novel where you can read it. And after, once you read it, you already know what the story it is. And you give the book to another one. This is a culinary mm -hmm. book is always a reference. So there are so much information, recipes and knowledge and, and, and that you always going to come back to this. So yeah. one of the things is that the other is your own experience. If you are always in the same kitchen, of course, you are going to know a lot, but just on this kind of work, this kind of kitchen, the chef who's running the kitchen, you are going to know it as the perfection, but maybe I change you to something different and it's going to be completely new for you and you are going to be lost. Coming back to your laboratory, the vacuum, Let's say there are young chefs out there who want to say, hey, I like what Martin is doing. I want to do the same. I want to open my laboratory and make money with that. What advice would you give them? What tips would you give them? Okay, so I think and I dream that the day of tomorrow, many chefs can do the same as me because I found a lot of freedom in there. But that took me a lot of years and it's also uh, a decision and also you need certain conditions, you know, because when you start, maybe uh, you are not going to have brands to work with you. You are not going to have chefs who wants to come to you to learn with you. 
So maybe to reach all that, you need to start step by step. And maybe what I said in the beginning that I don't want to do cupcakes for someone who cook at home. Maybe this is going to be something you need to do when you are. So you have to be open to all and to think that you are going to grow uh, little by little. If you have the chance to do it straight, perfect. But it's going to be difficult for most of the people until somebody knows you, a company knows you and trusts on you and you have the team because all that costs a lot of money. And also we invest a lot of money and time into develop new things. So that's why people know us, you know. Mm. So it's not just uh, taking money from the business. Sometimes is investing a lot. Mm. From all the monetization channels and businesses, what is the easiest to start assuming you already have a kitchen? If I'm a, now, now, imagine that I'm, um, I don't know, 25, 30 years old, okay? And I want to start with something. Well, what I'm going to do is to rent uh, maybe, maybe uh, a small place or even an apartment, okay? With a nice place where I can invite people to eat. I'm going to offer um, um, a menu, a, 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 a testing menu for them, if like a, a special night. Okay, so this is going is something I, I I know I can do. Okay, and I have contacts and I have friends and people because I'm a good chef. Mm, these people is going to be happy and they are. This is going to get me more clients. So this is one option. Mm, for sure, I'm going to buy um, a camera and I'm going to learn how to edit videos and I'm going to propose Gronda to monetize my videos, as an example. I'm going to try to do something similar, maybe on YouTube. I'm going to try to do a lot of public relations until I get... Uh, I reach the different companies who can pay me for books or to develop or to do demonstration for, for them in the fairs and so on. So I have my place to cook and to prepare my mise en place, a place to record videos, a place to do catering or to uh, where I can receive people and do a special night for them. And this is going to give me a base to um, can grow little by little. That is really a amazing advice saying, hey, you have a kitchen at home. You don't need a lab. You don't need a big investment. You can start from there. I mean, slowly and steadily, we are coming to an end. And I have two final questions for you. And the first one is, what is the best dish you ever made? So probably the best dish is going to be the dish I'm going to do tomorrow. You know, there are nothing. Uh, I cannot evaluate my own uh, cooking. It's uh, difficult. And also because what it was really good in a moment is not so good uh, nowadays for me. So all, all is in an evolution. Okay. Um, But for me, the idea is to do it 
all the time, the best as possible. And I think you are, you are going to say that the, the standard must be thinking on, you are, um, I don't know if, if good to say it like this in English, but I'm going to, to try to do it. Is uh, you are so good chef as your last dish, you know. So is try to put all every day on your dish and you're going to reach the best. I cannot tell you what is my best dish, um, but I'm very proud about many techniques I've been developing, like uh, some idea for coating uh, fruits working with a, with a panning machine or for fruits or vegetables or some nuts. I've been developing many um, techniques working with liquid nitrogen and is, I'm proud of that and I'm very happy. But in terms of, of, of dishes, I have good memories, okay? But more, more than that is the techniques, you know? And now the final, final questions for you. Let's assume you need to pick your last meal. So the last meal slash dish you will ever eat. What would that be? Okay, if you have to be the very, very last, probably I'm going to take an asado. Asado is a kind of Argentinian barbecue. Sinking <laughs> it pretty fast, it must be that. The, the most Argentinian answer you can get on that question, of course. <laughs> yeah, so um, a very juicy piece of meat uh, with the flavor of the smoke from the barbecue and so on. I guess it that. But there are so many, you know. This yeah. is uh, really difficult to, to, to answer because there are so many things. I love pasta. I, I love pizza. I love uh, simple food, but I love uh, sweets. Um, and sometimes I just love uh, um, a peach when it's uh, in the... In, in the very ripe, you know, or a mango in Thailand or a pineapple in, in the beach in Brazil. Great. Thanks, Martin. And thanks a lot for sharing advices, tips and tricks, which could be interesting for people who want to start a lab and teaching people. And to the listeners, thanks for listening and hear you next time.